Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. I am the one who knocks. You'll all have chins. I should buy a boat! In mid-2011, there was a conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Masterfully united, D. Sterling Watson and Michael James Dupal revealed to all of terra firma, the lost dial. When in our modern society, it feels like the blind are leading the blind. The lost dial crew are the ties that bind. Arts, philosophy, politics, Hollywood, music, television, technology, common knowledge, common sense, and sensibility, and all other essentials. The lost dial tackles the whole spectrum as earthquakes and the seas rise. It will be in the dial that we trust. We hope you enjoy. What's going on? Not much. I didn't know you were back in L.A. Yeah, yeah. What? Had a pretty amazing trip. I mean, it was unreal. Really? I can't wait to hear about it. No, I have, like, a lot to tell you. What is it? Do you remember the 90s? Yeah. You know, people were talking about getting piercings and getting tribal tattoos. Yeah. And people were singing about saving the planet and forming bands. Yeah? There's a place where that idea still exists as a reality, and I've been there. Where is it? Portland. Oregon? Yeah. Remember when people were content to be unambitious, sleep till 11? hang out with their friends. I mean, he had no occupations whatsoever, maybe working a couple hours a week at a coffee shop. Right, I thought that died out a long time ago. <laughs> Not in Portland. Portland is a city where young people go to retire. Dream of the night, is the when they encouraged you to be weird. It was just an amazing time where people would go to see something like the Jim Rose Sideshow Circus and watch someone hang something from their penis. You could grow up to want to be a, a clown. Like people went to clown school. God, I gave up clowning years ago. Well, in Portland, you don't have to. From what I can surmise, from what you're positing, it's like Portland's almost an alternative universe. It's like Gore One. The Bush administration never happened. Exactly. In Portland, it's almost like cars don't exist, right? Yes. People ride bikes or double-decker bikes. They ride unicycles. Yes. They ride the tram. They ride skateboards. Yes. a record store and sell your CDs. Turn that dirty clown frown right upside down. In Portland, you can put a bird on something and just call it art. The dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. The dream of the 90s. Hey, I made it. Yeah, you're, you're a little late. Sorry. You're also a little San Francisco right now. Oh. You know what I mean? Try to, try to, sorry. Much better. Welcome to Portland. Thank you. The dream of the 90s is alive. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> you know why? Oh. Why? Yes. Oh, did, why was that the show? I'm walking across the oh. stage. <laughs> that was the only reason why I did that. No. <laughs> Hello. That was a tribute to um, me and uh, Sterling T. Sterling Watson's show, The Lost Dial, being stuck for months and months, it seemed. In the 90s, mm. tribute. Uh, it's all over now because here we are. Can we talk about that new intro, though? That new intro was 
fabulous. I know. <laughs> you spent some serious time and effort on that. I did. I did. It, it took a little while. I mean, I did all the, uh, the new intros, which you guys will hear in due time. Um, pretty much carved out a good chunk of time, like a few hours to first get all the clips together, then make sure that they, they work properly and T Sterling Watson, everybody music choice. <clears throat> give them a round of applause. Give them good a, give them a round, ladies. give them a round. T good Sterling evening. Watson. My name is, uh, Michael James DePaul. That was our new intro. This is our, this is our new show. Uh-huh. Uh, from here on out, it's a whole new ball game. It's a whole new bag of tricks. It's a whole new, New world. It's a brand new world. <laughs> you got those papers now, like you're about to yeah. read the news. Well, you know, it's like it's one of those things. I know, and I think we, we the paper shuffle on the radio. It's the clearing your throat or whatever right, little nervous right. tick you have. But when you have a pile of papers that aren't yours, sometimes you just mean can't help nothing. It. Just you know, I like doing it. But anyway, welcome. I mean, to... you can't. I wasn't saying that you had to stop. I was just. Oh, I'll pick them back up later. Trust it. me, them sitting right there. I will pick them up many times. <laughs> This is uh, episode 100, 100 <laughs> of The Lost Dial. And yeah, we're still powered by All Noise Radio. And yeah, we're still on that Apple-owned thing. And uh, we're still on podbean.com. And, uh, you have a problem with... Uh, <laughs> I forgot the name. iTunes. iTunes, yeah. We're on <laughs> iTunes. Download us for free on iTunes. We're on Podbean, thelostdial.podbean.com. You can stream on, us for free. We're on, we're on the morning uh, show. We're the morning drive show on allnoiseradio.com. The morning drive show, you can listen to at night or at lunch or anytime you want to. They just play our show all day long? Well, um, <laughs> All Noise Radio, they play it um, in the morning. But if you download the podcast, you can listen to it any, anytime you want, anytime you're driving. Mm. Which is what I tell people when I tell people about the show. It's like we're a, you know, a drive time show, so... Listen to us while you're driving. As as the card would um, entail, if we yeah. are the next best drive time show or exactly. something like that. Yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got to get new ones of those made too. But I'm trying to wait until we get around to getting an official website. So, what? Yeah. What's happening over there? Um, just Twitter messages on I'm, Cindy. Actually, no. This is from uh, Didi on Twitter. Let's see. Um. You got to name it. You have to name it episode 100, and uh, he gets a song as an intro. Great, com- compromising, and awesome teamwork. Can't wait to tune in. She's listened to the show before. Yeah, she's uh, Dee Dee of Catnaps and Cognac. I don't know Dee our Dee. our sister podcast. I uh, I uh, you still haven't listened to the show yet. Um, that's not true. No, you but I don't know Dee. Oh, you don't know her like you I don't know the person. Yeah, right. I see. Um, as far as um. As far as the other member, I do. Ariel, Didi, right. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure she's awesome. Yeah, well, she is. She's she's definitely. Good we'll have her on. But yeah, that's it. Episode 100. We're walking across the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and um, yeah, like I said, please give T Sterling Watson. Um, he's blowing up on Twitter. His new intro is blowing up. I, I do what I can. Get, just you know. Send him, send him a little pat on the back. Do whatever you. Yeah, a virtual do. pat on the back. Even if it's a picture of you patting yourself on the back, I'll take it as me. Right. You know, you know that's my back. It is really spectacular. I mean, uh, he used uh, Walter White. He used Liz Lemon. He used um, Corky <laughs> Romano. And then that um, other one. Out of my boat! <laughs> out of my boat! <laughs> The other one is from you do, uh, you don't you do you don't you do. it's from Archer. Uh, for those who remember in the first season, there's an episode where there's a virus that attacks all their computers and their um, in ISIS, and it's a pirate with a little parrot, and the parrot goes what what and just goes through that <laughs> whole entire episode. Go back it's, to one of our previous episodes and it's hilarious. Yeah, and people have taken that little bit. And made it into like ringtones, or they made it like into a YouTube video that lasts for like five hours. Dude, I don't know people why. take everything and turn it into everything. That's I mean, true. All I did was type in on YouTube Sarah Goldfarb, and and it's amazing how many. And I, I guarantee a lot of them are creative. Like there's dubsteps, and there's mm. this, and there's that. The other thing blowing up on Twitter right now, and I was rock on Ellen Burstein. Uh, the thing actually. It's been going on for maybe about a week now. I had a friend of mine tell me about it on Wednesday, and then I heard on Catnaps and Cognac 
they were talking about it. And that's this new online or video or YouTube sensation called Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake? Yeah, it has... Unfortunately, it doesn't look anything like the Harlem Shake that we grew up watching in the early 2000s. But um, there's these 30-second clips. And, I mean, if you feel like you want to investigate and look at it now, you can. Anything you watch or oh, thank, thanks, thanks, boss. Yeah, no problem. You know, <laughs> thank you, boss man. My, my job is like what's it called? Executive producer. Um, Harlem <clears throat> Shake. I think you, you probably just type it in. Doesn't. Am I turned up? Yeah, because uh, once people hear the music that have seen the video before, they kind of well, it doesn't really matter what video you watch. All the music's the same. Can you walk? I'm walking across <laughs> the stage. Um. Okay. What, what is it called visual. again? Harlem Shake. Mm-hmm. There's like I don't know. 50,000 versions of it now. It's really bizarre. It's just, it's, it's bizarre. As he searches it. Harlem Shake. Pepsi Max Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake V3 Office Edition. Yeah, do, do the Harlem Shake. There's a guy dressed up in a full pink. Yeah, do that one. Um, like a green man. Kind of like green man from, what is this one of? It's a bunch of people with their shirts off, and they're like yeah, it doesn't jumping matter. On, just, just jumping on couches and <laughs> flipping and doing tricks in the living room. Oh boy! Oh my God! One Power Ranger, an alien. Matter of fact, that's probably the first one I saw. Green Man, but it's Pink Man, and then I don't know what that mask is that they're wearing. It's like Kim Jong Il or something. Right. And I think that's probably the first one I ever watched. There's a lot of thrusting, a lot of pelvic thrusting. They're groping one another's chests. The thing that I like about these videos is they're only 30 seconds, so I don't feel like my life is too wasted. Wow. Um, so, so if I go to, all right, where's the one? These kids flipping on the couch should be the same deal. Pretty much. Oh no! It's it's showing those it's stupid guys guy, right? again. It's showing oh, the pink guy and the oh. Power Ranger and I'll choose another one. Well, something's got to change because that little the the, the picture. All right, I'm doing another one. Screw that. Where'd this stuff come from? I never. I don't know. This. I don't know who started it. Okay. Now they're in a warehouse. There's a a green uh, storm trooper. He's thrusting. There's some kids playing foosball. And, dude, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, my God, this is funny. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> let me go back. This is, let me explain. I'm, I'm watching Mike's expression. All right. I probably should be recording it. This is funny. This one's, uh, it's called Best Harlem Shake uh, Compilation. Oh, it's a, it's a compilation. And it's not a warehouse. It looks like one of those, you know, <clears throat> you know, trendy, wide-open office um, arenas, like like a place that you might work maybe I should, in, in Portland. That one I didn't, I didn't play, so maybe I should do it up here. Yeah, go up there. But it's hilarious because kid playing foosball, behind the green stormtrooper are these three girls. They all have laptops open on their lap. There's some people up on the top deck having lunch or something, and the stormtrooper is just thrusting his hips and, like, you know... And they're just all going about their business. That's the best thing about it. Nobody's even paying attention. Just the Harlem Shake compilation part one, only the best, that one? That's the one I tried the first time. No, Well, click on that, and then whatever comes up after that, like uh, on the side. Uh, Ah, Great advertisement. It's called Best Harlem Shake Compilation. This is a commercial you're hearing now. Ah, oh, thank goodness for the lozenges. Is this the one you're watching? See, it's a good thing there's a microphone over there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, scroll down. Uh, oh, wait, Harlem Shake compilation? No, it's got to be the best Harlem Shake. You are. Let me see a picture of Oh, 
Best Harlem Shake compilation. Compl- yeah, there it is. Best Harlem. But the picture's different, so threw me off. This should. Yeah, all yeah right. that one. This is awesome. All right. Watch everybody just yeah, not even that's... paying attention. It's, it's brilliant. Foosball, the girls on with their laptops, and he's just thrusting away. Yeah, now everybody's. Yeah, that, in... that's the whole point of these videos. It's like, they just. Yeah. Is this happening in America or? Yes, like... it's happening everywhere. I, All well, over the no, world. No, I would guess this is the Netherlands. <laughs> this has got to be like. And I bet these four, like, actually did have an orgy after they made this video. It's possible. I, I guarantee they all stripped out of their costumes and just banged the living crap out of one another. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. It's, and especially since this was, like, the first one that I saw. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just... And the weird thing was, after I watched one, I couldn't just not watch anymore. I had to, I had to keep going. Wow, dude. Thank you for turning me on to this. Okay, this guy is staring at a banana. Yeah. I haven't seen this one He's going to peel it with his mind. Watch. I guarantee that's what's <laughs> going to happen. It's going to start peeling. He's going to peel it like a Jedi. Staring intently at it. Yeah, there it goes. Wait, it's going to peel or it's either it's going to peel or it's going to get... Oh, oh. oh, didn't see that He coming. turned into the banana. <laughs> and, there's a little, and the banana <laughs> turned into a Bill little Cosby guy dance. who's doing the Harlem He's doing the shake. Bill Cosby dance. There's a really funny line. All right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show you the. Oh wait, hold on. Look at horse face, Mm -hmm. horse mask. Okay. God, this is the best episode ever already. (laughs) We don't need anybody here. (laughs) We're having fun enough as it is. Oh, there's still other stuff we're gonna talk about, but. Oh no, we're dedicating the whole episode (laughs) to this. Oh my god! I even love the song. Like the tune is awesome, dude. Yeah, a lot of people say that. They say they're really like. The I want to. I want to get this, and I just want to like on my way back to New Hampshire. I just want to play, play this, this the entire. entire put it on loop <laughs> the entire way up ninety one. I'm just gonna. <laughs> so for those who can't see what we're watching, basically with every video, and those who don't know what the Harlem Shake is or this new craze, it's one person starts out just doing some weird dance, and then. 15 seconds later, everybody in the entire room is doing some strange dance of some sort, if you want to call it that. And it just gets wow, that crazier. Yeah, there's a crazier. lot of people going on there. But the one that I really want to show you is the, the one, the army one. Because that one I found to be the most. Although a lot Hold of on. I've never seen. Pause this for a second and, and turn me up because I just want to check something real quick. <laughs> turn me up. On um, iTunes, I just want to see. Okay, so it's the same one. All right. Wait, hold on. Is it? Or is it different? Hold on. So it is available on iTunes for your information. There's a couple different versions. This is Bauer's version. I think that's who might have done the original song. Bauer? Yeah. Bauer with two A's? Yes. Well, then there's another one by Detsky. Let's... What? Sound anything like it? <laughs> Must be Dubstep remake. tributes, Harlem Shake. No, the first one's it. Yeah. This is amazing, dude. God. All right, let's uh. All right. All right, let's calm down for a minute here. All right, well, now I'll show you this. I am. I'm. 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 I'm going to spend a dollar twenty-nine so I can listen to this. All the way back up north. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. Wait, and how long does it take for you? Regularly? Yeah. Regularly, it should take two hours. Oh, look at it. They're like... This is like um, Stalinist Russia soldiers lined up in the snow, it looks like. And only one's doing it. They're all... Now they're all they're all dressed up and <laughs> the guy in the bag. Oh, oh worm! They're doing the worm sleeping bag worm thing. Whatever. Oh. Look at the guy with the things on his arms. I know it's it's, it's brilliant. I love it. Oh man, some of these because there's so many people in them, we could just analyze it for 
I know, like, and you just oh, look at that person. It's, it's <laughs> one guy's in a sleeping bag, just going crazy on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one that just just killed. Oh me. man! Oh my god! It's insane. So yeah, how I had, did you how, how did you stumble upon this again? First of all, a this friend was of mine, recent for you, or this is this is fairly recent. So a the last mine, the last time I saw you, the last time we recorded a show, you had no idea. I had about no idea. The, as far as I know, I don't think this was even out the last good, time because I, for a minute there, I'm like. I don't know anything. Because my friend Kathy, who also gives us a shout out for our 100th episode, she um, she asked me, was like, did you see this video? And her and her fiance, they were both telling me, was like, did you, you have to, when you get home, YouTube Harlem Shake. That's all you have to do. I'm like, but I'm, I'm trying to tell them. It's like, Harlem Shake is a dance that like, you know, P. Diddy did back in like, you know, <laughs> early 2000s. Yeah. So but I didn't do it. Mm-mm. So then I listened to Catnaps uh, and Cognac and they were talking about it and they were talking about their favorite versions of the video. I'm like, okay, let me just stop what I'm doing here. Actually, no, I didn't do it then, but later on that day, um, I was like, you know what? Let me just finally look at what they're talking about. Yeah. I put in the home, I put in Harlem Shake, and that first video, the one with the, the four guys and their you know stretchy pants or whatever they're wearing. What do you call those things? Leotard? What are, what's a leotard? A leotard, yeah, I think that's Is it a leotard? leotard? Yeah. That's okay. what popped into my head. I think uh, leotard, leotard. Fits. They're all... One's an alien, one's a Power Ranger, a red, the red Power Ranger. <laughs> one is... Pink man, it's like it's like Charlie Day's character, Green Man, but it's pink. Right. And then somebody like in a, in a Kim Jong Il map or one of them. Yeah, it's yeah, one of them, and, and it's completely. Bizarre. It's some derogatory Chinese or Asian mask. Right. Because I'm, I'm. It's, derog- I wanna, it's I'm derogatory. Pretty sure they're all Asian. I think because the one guy with the pink, I think you could see his face. And <laughs> you mean the one who gets start? He gets groped <laughs> by the alien. Yes, that one. He should have like one. stuck his finger must, in his mouth. He like, must have been the girl. <laughs> that is how group. we pee. <laughs> this is how we say hello. Oh, brilliant! Hello. Uh, hello. Let me just throw these in here real quick. Some other uh, oh, shout outs we got. Jesus. Uh, Jamie Lynn um, con- congratulated us. Uh, my friend from California, Magdalena, uh, Daisy. Do these people actually listen to the show? Uh, some of them do, yes. Okay. Um, Liz Lawrence, she actually gave us a message. She sent. Uh, if said, they if Thank they you. don't, they can kick rocks. They well, don't. <laughs> Liz, she, you see her around every once in a while, anyway. Who? Liz Lawrence. Who's that? Yeah, you don't. You know her if you saw her. You probably just don't know her name. Around here? Yeah. Is it the girl that works at the desk who no. wears turtlenecks? No, that's not Liz. Who dresses? That's that's Carol. Dresses Caroline. too much like. An eighty-year-old woman, rather than <laughs> that was just that one day. She no, wears normal clothes. No, other no, days. I don't know, dude. I think pretty she does. much every time I see her, I'm always like, "Why is she dressed so old-fashioned?" <laughs> she's she's all she's she's really awesome. It's just uh, Mike is questioning her uh, dressing, her wardrobe. <clears throat> Um, I'm, tri- uh, I'm I'm questioning whether or not she fell into a time machine. That too. <laughs> or she's like Benjamin Buttoning or something. And I'm gonna play uh, on Cindy's voicemail message. Ah, oh, nice. Hey, lifestyle. It's Aunt Cindy calling in to say happy 100th episode, and I hope it will be a blast. Wish I could be there in the studio. Um, I Me know too. you guys are going to have a fabulous time. I can't wait to hear it. And um, maybe I'll try to call in later. But again, what a great, great, great day it is. Happy 100th. Nice. Thank you, Aunt Cindy. Yeah, thank you. That very sounded nice weird, though. It sounded like it slowed down. I listened to it earlier today. but Yeah, it's like... It sounded like it was uh, dragged C- a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Aunt Cindy, if you sounded that way. I mean, on lot really like bassy and raspy and like slowed down a little bit. She kind of sounds like me. <laughs> she kind of she sounds like she smokes mad butts and she's uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like her. If you want to know what Aunt Cindy really sounds like, <laughs> go uh, visit. We have two episodes featuring Aunt Cindy. The last one, probably the best one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm in it. Um, and it was right before Christmas. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was good. It was the first time I ever met on Cindy. Yeah, um, we had another, uh, our past guest, uh, Kat or Catalina. She left us the message. I have to go find it. Catalina's first. the Romanian? Yes. She, Romanian. She sent me a message. Which Rom- I'll, Romanian. I'll read word for word once Does I Does she listen I to the show? It. Um, probably not as much not anymore. Kick but... rocks. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Oh, stop being a hater. Does she do her show? Uh, no, because she's in New York now. 
Oh, she is. Yeah. She's living the high life. She's working on it because I, I believe you'd have a better chance of um, uh, getting acting jobs, you know, if you're closer to the business. Anybody can go down to New York and uh, live in a cardboard box. But this, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is our friend here. So live down with the mole people. This is, this is a friend showing yes, us love. No, so yeah. so uh, let, me, let me get her message up real quick and, and read it aloud mm-hmm. for all to enjoy. Did, um, <laughs> did uh, Bablin Bab send us anything? Um, she actually just wants to be back on the show. Uh, well, where is she? She's babysitting today. <laughs> oh, okay. She's got her, uh, uh, let me see. Nope. That's the other message. But she did send me a message saying that, um, she's babysitting. We should, we should create our there. own Harlem shake. Actually. Yeah. I bet um, we could, we could make one that blows all of these out of the water. I guarantee it. We're creative. We need more people though. Oh, no, what do yeah, I can't well, find? It's not I mean, yeah, but we would, we got to revolutionize it. We got to change it in its tracks. See, if I was really, really good with editing video, then I, I, what, what we would do is we'd do like maybe one person dancing or whatever, and then I'd edit a bunch of us dancing. So I was like, oh, it's a whole bunch of clones that are dancing. I don't know if I could do all that, all that thrusting. You don't have to do the thrusting. You can do all the other stuff. You could be in the sleeping bag and just, you yeah, know, I want to do wiggle the around. I want to, I want to play night, night crawlers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Catalina left us a message on our Facebook wall. Hi guys. Hope you're doing great. Congrats on your hundredth show. Sorry. Cheers from New York under a lot of snow. Oh, yeah. This was actually February. 19th. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, and obviously snow is melted down here. Um, but there is more snow here after the melting then we got up there. And usually you guys get hit harder. Right. Snow. More north you go. Normally in New England gets the most snow, but not the case this year, really. Yeah. It happens. <clears throat> um, it's called karma. <laughs> Connecticut is a soulless place. And now we will uh, take them out with a whole bunch of snow. Oh, I think. Um, I know. I'm not. Should pay some bills. We, oh, we should. Which nah. oh, that's what I needed. <laughs> Can't help yourself. <laughs> and what, what, what is that? What is that translation? Can I get a translation? I don't know what the translation is. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, All right. But anyway. yeah, we are going to take yeah. a. This is uh, episode 100. 100 of The Lost Isle. And we are powered by the uh, prestigious all <laughs> noise radio uh, dot com we will be right back is that Italian? <laughs> yes <laughs> scusi oh brilliant we'll be right back Connecticut School of Broadcasting founder, Dick Robinson. You know, the media business has changed a lot since we opened our doors in 1964. Now media content is everywhere, on air, online, on the go. More than ever, companies are looking for people to help drive this new media. At Connecticut School of Broadcasting, you'll get hands-on training on the latest software and equipment in a matter of months, not years. Connecticut School of Broadcasting has placed thousands of grads in broadcast media careers. It's all about versatility. You see, at a radio station, if you also know how to shoot, edit, and post videos, you become a pretty hot commodity. That's the training you get at Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Connecticut School of Broadcasting with locations up and down the East Coast from Massachusetts to Miami. Call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Connecticut School of Broadcasting, the nation's oldest and largest group of broadcast media schools. Redefining training in radio, TV, and new media. Get trained. Get connected. 1-800-TV-RADIO. Welcome to Mr. D's. My name is Ann DeFusco, and I own it with my husband, Bill DeFusco. At Mr. D's, we sell candy, ice cream, cupcakes, and toys. We have over 250 different types of candy and a wide array of nostalgia candy. Our cupcakes, we usually have 20 flavors each day. We make them on the premises, and on the weekends, we have 25 flavors. We do weddings, bridal showers, baby showers. Uh, birthday parties clearly and we make cakes in any flavor that we offer in our cupcakes. We also have here at Mr. D's Praline Super Premium Ice Cream. It's a very high quality local brand. It's very flavorful and very fattening. We also have toys at Mr. D's that you can buy for your child, niece or nephew. 
spend ten or fifteen dollars and get a great nostalgic toy. What's unique about Mr. D's is that we bake our cupcakes from scratch, our own gourmet recipes. We also have the largest candy selection in the state, over 120 bins to choose from. Everything from chocolate malt balls to the traditional gummy bears. So if you're looking for a night out with your family or your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you want a sweet treat, come to Mr. D's for one of our cupcakes, ice cream, or candy treats. Thanks for listening to The Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at The Porchcast, and Didi and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. that crap oh, thanks a lot well that's uh some uh, new fallout boy they just oh, they made their Jesus, return boy, really? yeah i'm a fan okay welcome back to the hundredth extravaganza oh Ooh, we got we're a, getting call. a call oh we my god oh my god who is it hello hello you're on the air mm. hello are you there junk <laughs> oh no junkie can we not hear anyone you guys want to hear the uh, Harlem Shake? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're having some uh, having some technical difficulties with I, this. I think so. Uh, Ariel is trying to call us um, via Skype. Via, yeah, via Skype. Via Skype. Via junk. Via <laughs> via piece of crap. Skype. But we aren't hearing anything. Ooh. Okay. All right. right. Well, that was a text message. I'm going to try to work on this here. What, what's the text message? Is it from her? Yeah, they're saying they're trying to call. Mm. It says it rings a couple times, then it stops. Uh, so maybe I could try calling them instead. Your phone sounds like Legend of Zelda, by the way. Oh, that's, 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 how, it, that's how it works. What? Um, the Skype noise. It's a very universal noise. No, just the other sounds your phone was making. Hmm. Hello? Oh. <laughs> Hello? So I called them, but then I hung up. I mean, what is this? A not-so-funny joke? I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking through now to figure out mm. if there's any um, options here to, to fix this, because it's, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what I want to do right now, ladies and gentlemen, um, boys and girls? I want to put on my alien leotard, and I want to go crazy. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's uh, that's good stuff. It's good stuff. Good Mm. stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, here on the uh, premises, uh, when I walked in, it was like I didn't even think... uh, the dude who um, sits at the desk was here. This place oh, was yeah, he just came in. a ghost town. And now all of a sudden, it's not a call. I'm everybody and their brother's here. <clears throat> hmm. What do you think's the issue? Um, Mr. Tech-savvy wizard know. man. I know. Mr. Uh, Smarty Pants man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my drive down here today was bogus. Okay, what happened? Nothing. Nothing. I don't want <laughs> yeah, to. Don't want to talk I don't about want it. to talk about it. Or we won't have to talk about it. Gives it. me a migraine. Oh. Yeah, I'm calling again, trying to see if it works. Mm. Oh. That oh. sounded like the. Uh, uh, in RoboCop. I love, not, I love those Skype Robocop. sounds, though. They, they make awesome sounds. Yeah. What's the, the big guy Oh, um, that they're introducing? Um, not RoboCop. The big, you've seen RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Finally. The T, <laughs> I can't, not T-1000 because that's Terminator. 
T900 or I don't know the, I don't know their the big their... guy and he, his arms oh, are like that, guns is it that thing you is are it... under arrest and it malfunctions and it blows it, that guy being to the bits. <laughs> it and... does <laughs> such a violent movie yeah. insane violence that's what makes it fun uh, and they, um, I did I did tell you they're remaking that movie though yeah I'm disappointed about that there's no need to there's no need it's a classic it's a classic come on Oh, that noise you're talking about sounds like Zelda. Yeah, one, one of them. Noise. Yeah, one of them sounds like Legend of Zelda. The flutes of Ocarina. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> until we get that that situated. Um. So, what's been uh since we recorded last? Um, a few things have been going on. I mean, <laughs> they uh they burnt that um cop killer. Yes, they burnt him to the ground. Um, At first, they weren't. They were saying that it didn't some, happen. But. There's some controversy there. I mean, but all right, so he's gone. One less lunatic off the face of the map. Um, what about that guy who's got that five year old kid trapped in a um, oh, survival the survi- right. the survivalist bunker? The one who, yeah, that, he's that got one. a five year old kid down there. That was crazy. Is that over? That's over. Um, they, what happened was they, um, they were sending cameras down, I guess maybe through toys or maybe there was like a camera on a little wire. Did they send, pipe. did they send a little Iranian space monkey down there to, to do their bidding? <laughs> I think through the, the cameras, they were able to find out how to get in and where this guy actually was. And then when they got in, they shot him and they, you know, rescued the boy yeah. and they his shot birthday was that week. They shot to kill. I guess so. Cause I mean, um, the, they, they didn't really release too many, too much news about it because I don't know why exactly. Yeah, um, this country is um, just full of uh, backwards redneck nut jobs, and uh, the survivalists are really coming out of the um, the woodwork lately. I guess because you know the world didn't end. So yeah, but um, they're just—I mean—they got their bags packed and they are ready to go. I have a friend, and actually. Um, We've been reacqu- <laughs> we've been reacquainting lately. Um, me and this particular friend. I'm not going to say his name, but okay. I'm going to get him down here on Protect a on a Wednesday. Uh, uh, he's a good guy. He's not a nut, but he admitted to me the other night, and he's not a survivalist. He's mm-hmm. not one of these guys, but he's um, he's like he's he's a hiker. He he knows the he if he had to go out and live in the woods to escape some sort of catastrophe a meltdown of the system and while you know everybody's going ape and rather than stick around all the people just going buck wild he would it would be it would behoove him to use his skills in the elements so he would just go off in the woods. But anyway, what but he's, he would be the guy you, you would want to hang out with or be friends with if something. Well, he could teach you some things. I mean, he's hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, okay. which is a trail that runs the entire length of the West Coast from the bottom of California to the uh, Canadian Washington border. Wow. He's done the Appalachian Trail, which starts in Georgia, goes to Maine. He's done, you know hike these entire the entire both coasts so he's a survivalist and an adventurer he's not a survivalist though oh. but the fact that he has lived in the elements and he's experienced probably everything there is to experience being out in the woods and he's got the gear i mean you know he pays top dollar for um you know the, the right stuff he has that stuff ready Packed and ready. So how, this is how what he mean? admitted to me the other night. So I'm saying he's not a survivalist nut job. Well, not but, a nut job, but he is. He can. He's able to survive. What he? What he's? What he? All this gear that he's got when he's you know at home, not you know going out in the woods and hiking the entire coasts of continents, mm-hmm. or you know just going out hiking just a random mountain in New Hampshire or going camping. When he's not doing those things, his gear is packed up and ready to go for the moment that the system disintegrates mm-hmm. and he needs to hightail it out into the woods and, you know, mm-hmm. while the rest of us eat one another, he'll be, <laughs> you know, living the high life. 
Yeah. So my... anyway, my buddy there, um, I was just I was kind of surprised to to learn that. Uh, I just I was I don't know I was surprised by that. Like he was serious, hmm. you know. Like he's, he's got he, the bag ready to go. In case he's got the stuff ready to go. He's he's that convinced, um, and him not being a guy who's got a bunker in his backyard, mm. you know, stocked up for, you know, a 10-year period of, you know, waiting out uh, nuclear fallout or whatever, zombie apocalypse. Um, he's, well, I, he's pretty convinced that we're in, we're in some trying times and that it behooves him to have his gear ready on the fly. Are you, are you using that word? Because I used it a while ago and you just like to... No, actually. You just like, you just like to use that word got such a strong age sound anyway um i wouldn't say that it's a problem or a, a nut job thing to have a i don't want to i don't want to call it a bunker maybe like a, a cellar full of like food because i mean that, that's something that junk that um like my my um grandparents or great-grandparents they would have like jars of food in storage in case you might need it for something like you know keeping it storage like maybe you're really low on food or really low on money and, you know, you have that there. Or maybe you're snowed in and... See, and, and when I call these people... I mean, there are some. I mean, the ones that they're featuring on some shows that are popping up... Oh, like up, the Doomsdays or yeah. whatever. Preppers. But it's, preppers. it's not... No, it's not a completely crazy thing to have a plan because, you know, we don't know what it would be like if... All right, for example, September 11th was... Uh, yeah. It wasn't a completely, um, uh, what do you call it, localized thing. Mm. It did happen in a few places. Right. But overall, the country as a whole... Suffered. Suffered, but people didn't have to um, resort to living a different way. Mm-hmm. People in Manhattan, on the other hand, did. I mean... They were, you know, lining them up two by two and sending them across every bridge out of Manhattan. And, you know what I mean? Like things change. Yeah. Their, their life turned upside down for a little while. Because a lot of things don't affect New Yorkers, but this particular. Right. Thing. Now, let's look at it on a bigger scale. If something um, nationally that affected the whole country happened, turned our lives upside down, it, it would be smart to have a plan. Even FEMA has a commercial on TV, you know, warning families, ha- be prepared, mm. have a, you know, have a plan, you know, like if there's a, have a, mean, meeting, a meeting spot, you know, I like, say, I saw PSAs for that all the time as a, as a youth, um, like as, a youth? as a youth and so I'll, like, you know, you'll all fire. have chins. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a fire in your house, you know, make sure there's a plan. stop, drop and roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not just that, but there's a plan somewhere outside your house where every, all the members of your family can meet. I mean that's just a local, local, local <clears throat> plan, but like you're I, saying, there should be a. National I look like plan. a I look like a trendy, trendy author slash radio personality today, don't I? I'm looking at myself. I probably should add that. Uh, I look. Snap a photo. I, of you. I look the part. I am <laughs> the quintessential. Uh, uh, author, producer, host. Uh, Conflux of radio's emerging superpowers, <laughs> masterfully united. I mean, it's I just been recorded. I got my buddy Holly glasses on, which they're not buddy Holly, buddy Holly glasses whatsoever. They're uh, what uh, horn rimmed glasses. That's what you would probably call them. These ones, yeah. I guess I don't know. They're long and skinny. I've got my my uh, beanie on, which has a slight visor. Um, to shield you from the elements, right? <laughs> just that, just that little portion. Didn't shield me from the ride down here, um, and those elements. No comment. See, me on the other hand, I don't. I, I, I am not prepared. I am not. Uh, I don't have a bag packed and ready for if our lives got turned upside down. Me on the other hand, I wake up every day with my fingers crossed that it happens because I want to be in the thick of it. I don't want to go do the smart thing and stay away from it because it could be very dangerous and it will be dangerous. So why weren't you in Connecticut last week then? What do you mean? When, you know, the literal thick of it, of all the snow that we had. Oh, it was a snowstorm for God's sakes. It wasn't the end of the world. It was one of the biggest snowstorms that Connecticut's had in a long time. Yeah. Connecticut needs to get used to... uh, 
getting its ass kicked, its ass handed to them. Look, they're not. You guys are not prepared. Um, Obviously, they're still digging out. I'm people. a I'm a semi resident of Connecticut, so I'm and I was born in Connecticut. But I will say this: um, I was here full time last winter. It wasn't even winter; it was mm. oct- it was October, and uh, four inches of snow toppled the state. I remember driving from Enfield down to Meriden to get on six ninety one to go over the, to go over to Southington, and the from Enfield to to. Actually, the Hartford city line was black, hmm. and that stretch of road is very lit up at night. Mm-hmm. Um, going through Windsor and everything, it's very lit up. Black. You got to Hartford. Hartford was completely lit up. As soon as you got to the border of Weathersfield, I believe it is black. Went back to black. It was crazy. I mean, if if you're familiar with ninety one, that going through Connecticut, it's very, um, it's very urban, very bright, built up. Now the thing that did it. For that particular snowstorm is because there's still all the leaves on the trees. Well, that's what that's what you'd like to say because <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. You know, I didn't believe it until I actually <laughs> noticed um, there's a huge tree in my yard, and with all the snow that was piling on it, it was a lot lower than what it used to be, and it was like laying right on some power lines. So no, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, that's why this is a big deal. Basically, um, CMP and the state should have been years ago preparing for that sort of a situation they should have been out there clipping overhanging i will agree with that they should have you know and that's the thing and it's always like you know everybody wants clmp's head on a stick well the ceo at the time he he ended up um jumping out of a window probably but he resigned shortly after the whole he pulled a he pulled an enron or what's what was the guy he i think he blew his brains out the enron guy didn't he in his office? I don't think so. He ate a bullet. Somebody from one of the big guys at Enron, when Enron... I mean, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did that, but... Yeah. One of them did. I mean, it's been so long since I watched that, watched that documentary, which is pretty good. Well, it happened the one about in real Enron. life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was after... Uh, no. It was, it was shortly after 9-11 that Enron happened. It was when after or before? It was after. It hmm. seemed like... Um, <laughs> George Bush becomes president. Mm-hmm. 9-11 happens. Enron. It just, and then so basically we're anthrax, every, Tom Daschle's office, <laughs> Dan Rather's office. I mean, people were scared, man. People were like glued to, you know, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News was most people's best friend during the day, you know? And they probably haven't seen ratings like that since. Maybe this past week with the whole cruise ship thing. Yeah, I mean, that... look at look up a clip of Joe Scarborough going off on it. It was pretty funny. I watch Morning Joe in the morning, and he he's a funny he's a pretty funny guy. But he was uh, making fun of CNN, uh, you know, with all the things that are going on in the world. Um, CNN was strictly focused on uh, the cruise ship with the hallways full of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Piss and diarrhea. I mean, yeah, it's definitely people were definitely people were going to the bathroom in bags and buckets, and uh, they said it took four hours. The one running elevator when they got everybody from you know they had to get everybody off the ship when it right. finally docked. Four mm-hmm. hours, one running elevator, water f- diarrhea waterfalls coming down. I mean, this is supposed to be paradise on earth. These cruise ships. People were swimming in their own fecal matter. excrement. I mean, <laughs> their own waste. Good going, Carnival. I mean, so with this happening, would you ever take a cruise? I have. Oh, I've been on a cruise. Or would you take another one? My parents, the Triumph, they've been on that boat. Mm-hmm. My parents went on a cruise, and then our whole family just a few years ago went on a cruise. We were on the ship called the Valor, the Carnival Valor. So take that this past incident. Um, oh, I'd go on a cruise ship in a heartbeat. It was the, the one past few funnest were, trips I ever that toppled over or kind of fell over. You know why they were swimming in diarrhea? Because on cruise ships they put laxatives in all the food because they can't they can't have the system getting clogged up with normal um, consistent food. crap. So everybody has explosive diarrhea for an entire week. Everybody did. 
I'm not kidding you. So that it, you know, flows nicely through the pipes. Have so the, these people confirm this with my own parents. too. It's, sorry, it's true. It. It's very true. I mean, and it makes sense, right? I mean, they can't just, I mean, yeah, some of these places, some of these ports of call are pretty poor, but Carnival doesn't dump. Their, well, I'm not saying I don't they, believe they don't you. Dump their their fecal contents onto the shores of Belize. I'm not saying they I have don't to carry believe it around just, until they get back to. I'm just you know. saying that. Well, it's not that I don't believe you. So I just don't believe you. So I would have to look it up for myself. I don't know. It just cracks me up every time you start, you know, ruffling the papers, like <laughs> just moving on to the the next <clears throat> story in your little uh, packet of papers there. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's tragic. You know, you had to live in the dark and you had to deal with a couple days of, you know, realizing that your SHIT doesn't smell like roses and you know, everybody that, had to, <laughs> that kind of puts you in perspective, makes you uh, kind of think about what the slaves went through uh, traveling over here. I know it was a lot, lot, lot worse, but you know, I mean, Andre 3000 was right. You know, roses really do smell like poo poo and you know, Hey, I, I had to put a reference in there cause of black history month. So oh, yeah. that, that's what that was for. Um, cause That's I don't right, have February, any, right? Yeah. I don't have any like legit black history news for you. How come, how come black history month is the shortest month? Of... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Does that I've make won... you wonder? It, I mean, I've I don't heard like, the question I don't asked. like the month of February just because of that. And I don't think many people do because you got to pay your bills a lot quicker, you know, come the first of it the next month. Oh, when it comes to bills anyway, well, yeah. I'll pay them when I'm ready to pay them. So. You got like three less days black history month. But yes, that question or argument I've heard before, um, I think there is an, an answer why it's in February, but I don't remember what that answer is. I mean, I'll have it for you next and episode. Probably the guy who invented the air conditioner has something to do with it or peanut butter. <laughs> they were probably, yeah, strangest blank on my face right now. Ever. Martin Luther King uh, designated that month. <laughs> I <can't> give up. <laughs> um, I'm trying here. State I'm, of the I'm Union. Trying to th- State of the um, Union. Did you watch that? No, but you know what I did see um, the next day, I believe, or the day after that. Rubio's was, uh, thirsty. Oh, moment. did <laughs> did Ru- Rubio did the um, the counter response, the <laughs> Republican the, response? He did, and um, I liked it when I, didn't watch I liked it. it when Bobby Jindal did it a couple uh, a couple uh, years ago. Yeah, he's a tool. The um, <laughs> the thing that people took away, and I, I didn't actually watch the response. I actually tuned in for like three seconds. I was immediately bored. But yeah. what I missed was while he was doing his speech, I guess he forgot maybe he was on live or they didn't take breaks. And I guess he got extremely thirsty and kind of did this awkward dash off camera to get a drink of water and came back and continued as if nothing happened. So um, that was... He stepped down from his big podium to get some water? It it was the most... That's something I probably have to pull up for you to see. Well, we also... uh, One thing I do want to talk about, and we can... We're going to stick with this for a second, but we're going to talk about the, um, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. What do they um, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts is slowly but surely becoming a neo-fascist state. Um, it's becoming very similar to um, uh, Nazi Germany, hmm. Stalinist Russia. Mm. How so? Well, you want to finish up with the, the State of the Union was boring. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> well, it was, no, more like, it was more like the comments of what's going on behind what the president's saying. What like. I saw, which was more interesting, and he actually had he had a hair across his ass. He had some fire in his belly for once. Uh, his little Google Plus thing, Google Plus. Um, Obama's President Obama. It was you got like, a Google Plus. Well, well, it was a it was a question answer thing on Google Plus. Oh, I see. Um, nobody's ever on it, so I don't know anything about it since he's been inaugurated. Mm-hmm. He's gotten really gray. I mean, he was, he's been going gray, but like oh, yeah, just in a couple of weeks, he's gotten significantly gray and those lines, his smile lines are so much more defined. I've been noticing the past year, how gray he's gotten in the past couple of weeks. He has aged five years. 10 years. In fact, even during the State of the Union, it kind of looked like maybe he kind of blotched some of the grayness out a little bit. In my opinion. Because I don't know. I tend to notice stuff like that. I remember when he first got elected. How about Michelle's bangs? <laughs> when he first got elected, uh, people were already saying, like, okay, 
Let's take a look at past presidents. By the time he's done with his he's presidency. He's going to look like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be as gray as Morgan Freeman. Yeah, if not grayer. Or the painted man. To, to white um, because of the stress of running yeah. the country. So so that is, that is I definitely agree that he's grayer. He'll be even grayer by the time 2016 rolls around. So I did used to get excited for State of the Unions. I was more excited for George W. Bush's State of the Unions just because he was such an, an idiot. idiot, dude. And like, <laughs> looked like a deer in the headlights. I mean, what's fun about guy says a sentence, clap, 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 clap. Says a sentence, clap, 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 clap. What is oh, fun for oh some Oh, my people? God, his party stood up and the other party didn't. Oh, you know. What's fun for stupid. some people, um, and I have found this out through Twitter the other night, is that they will um, make drinking games out of it. Mm-hmm. And anytime anybody applauses, that's a drink. Yeah. Anytime there's a standing ovation, that's two shots. So... People can end up pretty drunk after, you know, just that one hour, if not, you know, sick or dead. But And it, it's very interesting how, mm. how that, that plays out. Right. And it's fun to live tweet, too. So sure you're making comments on uh, what uh, Boehner is doing or not doing. Or uh, Mitch McConnell, the, uh, he's the Senate, um, min- minor- the Senate minority leader. Because the Republicans are not. I'll say you're, you're not as majority. a political junkie as you used to be. Is that what you said? Oh, I'm. I follow it all. Oh, okay. Well, because if I had I, questions, no, I kind of. I kind of have taken a break the past couple of weeks because it's the it's nothing's happening. It's called gridlock. Hmm. It's um, partisan bickering gridlock. A lot of old white men who have been on Capitol Hill way too long. Term limits are necessary. Um, speaking, and uh, he, that's why I got to have him come down here because he's really interesting guy. My friend um, who was telling, he admitted to me about having his bag ready to go. Mm-hmm. He had an idea. He has got a great idea. Um, the Senate and the House of Representatives should be done like um, jury duty. Um, you get a letter in the mail that says you're now in the Senate. You are not, yeah, and you go. <laughs> I and, think and, I'd be afraid of that. And I you think s- I'd rather have jury duty. You serve your your small term, and next person. Unless they're gets paying home. me, unless they're paying me. Um, before we move on and take a break, um, to our next hour, fascist state of Massachusetts. I have, I have to strongly <laughs> coming up next. Have to strongly recommend that you uh, check out House of Cards on Netflix. Yeah, I almost did watch the first episode the other day. It's pretty good. Um, the entire the, season. The dramatic, the dramatic pictures of plus, them all standing like. Plus, it's Kevin Spacey. I mean, Kevin Spacey, like. Kevin Spacey is awesome. Hopefully, he gets some Emmy nods for this. So every episode's available. Exactly. I thought it was going to come out one by one. Nope. I was surprised to see that. I was like, thing. wow, they're, they they're breaking barriers, breaking walls, um, and it's awesome because that way you can watch it on your own time and watch it in one chunk. That was one of the benefits of being snowed in all weekend. I was able to watch the whole thing. Uh, it's it's a really great show. I definitely recommend it. Um, again, like I said, Kevin Spacey is awesome in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully get some some kind of Emmys or something. Season two is already a go. Mm-hmm. I don't know when season two will come out, but I'm ready for it. And in a couple months, Arrested Development is coming back. So I'm ready for that. Really? But mm-hmm. definitely you, I would say check out House of Cards. Cause I checked out Portlandia. I, I know. You said that you didn't think actually, I'd like it. You Did thought I? you were like, I don't know if you'll like it. It's a little too quirky or something. I don't know. Oh, maybe I did. Say Very that. impressed with it. That's another reason I, why only, I wanted to play. I think I only watched like two or three episodes. That was one of the most brilliant ways I've ever seen a show start out. Hmm. It's great. So I've seen about <clears> two or three episodes of it. And you'd be happy to know that I actually did watch the first episode of The Walking Dead. So Really? Yeah. Did you watch it in black and white? Did I watch it in black and yeah, white? Yeah. Oh, you mean the, the episodes that came out on Sunday? And no, AMC, um, I think Thursday nights or Wednesday nights, they're going back and they're releasing from the pilot on mm. episodes in black and white because there's, there's a big demand for it. And I'm assuming because maybe the graphic novels in black and white. So they're releasing all the episodes in black and white. It's kind of cool. Nope, I was watching on Netflix. <clears throat> so. It's a good show, dude. Oh, man. Oh, I need somebody to talk to because I know, I know. the uh, the mid season premiere was last Sunday and it was amazing. I was amazing. afraid to bring it up because I, I knew that it came just came back, but uh, we got to pay some bills. It was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, is, we'll we'll be back uh, in the the next hour. Yeah, on the hundredth. 
part B of the hundredth. Allnoiseradio.com. What?